Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. Stay cool. Right here in downtown Garage Logic, the seat of Gumption County, where the you Fighting know. Wrenches have a town ball game tonight. Where are you going? They're playing Diversityville. Right. Well, let's get it out of the way then. You're listening to continuing coverage of Operation Stay Cool on the Garage Logic Radio Network. What is it, about 80? It is 88. 88 degrees. Do you recall the Minnesota woman who got her head stuck in a tailpipe of a pickup truck? It's a story that I really can't get enough of because there's not enough information out there on why she did this. She was on Jimmy Kimmel, according to an emailer, Tim. (laughs) It's hitting very close to home. It is? Why she did this. Hitting Uh, very close to home. Show off. She explained how she got in that predicament on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Quote, I saw this big tailpipe and I wanted to see if my head could fit in there. I've done that. She apparently has always had an obsession with her head size. Yeah. Which I think Tim adds, began by measuring her head at work with a tape measure. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I can, I can relate to that. I I didn't know I had this in common with her. I thought she was just being stupid. We always have new listeners that, uh, Tune in, tune out, check out the program. Uh-huh. Please, please, just for my sake, recant the story of uh, of you measuring your head. Well, I, I had asked that. you to perform be, some. A kind of it's job performance related. It's I asked you to perform some task, and uh, when I went back to check on you, you had a. Uh, no, let's let's give it the full. Yeah, let's give it the you, full. Monty you here. called me in. You were we were in Maplewood in the small studios. You would do your show prep in the studio, laying everything out for the show. You took it very seriously, as you still do. But yeah, it, unlike the people I have to work with, right? I, I don't disagree with that, but. Thank um, God for my offside correspondence. We love offsiders. I know you do. Um, We're all inclusive. All are welcome here. That's so, right. <laughs> so when you called me in, you sat me down and you said, I'm being serious. I know, I know you're joking all the time, but I have a serious task. I don't remember what the task was, mm-hmm. but you said, I want you to do this. Well, it's kind of like today. I want you to do this research, mm-hmm. find it, collect it, and report back to me. Right. And when you have everything, let me know because this subject... <laughs> Uh, has a, a very important impact on the show. Mm-hmm. Are you up to that? And I looked in your eyes and said, I can do it, boss. Let's no go. problem. I got I'm your in. back, man. Yep. And so I went out and I went back to my desk and there was a, by John McDougal, the late, great John McDougal, a Taylor's tape. Right. The, the, the roll-up kind. Yes. And it was just sitting there. And, and you became obsessed with it. For some reason I said, I, because like this lady at the tailpipe, I wonder how big my head really is. I've never measured it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was, you know, connecting all the way around, as soon right. as I hit it all the way around, right. peripherally, I see a figure to my right, yeah. right by the printer. I think it would have been me. And I, as I gaze over, you you stood there, mouth agape in disbelief. Yeah. First in disbelief, and then it turned to light terror, mm-hmm. saying, hey, dummy, I just gave you this task, and 30 seconds later, you're measuring your head. 
Well, here's here's the cautionary tale here. Uh, God, I love that story. Here in the United States yeah. of America, mm-hmm. in the year 2018. Yeah. By the way, I got to tell you a funny story about 2018. All right. Here in the you year. Just wrote tw- down. Yeah, hey, I did. Right well, you know why? Because I do what I'm funny supposed to do. I take my notes. I take my notes, okay? Here in the year 2018, yeah. for getting caught for underage drinking, which I believe happened to this young woman. Didn't that happen, Reavers? Yes. Uh, for, for getting caught underage drinking and, and then having your head stuck in a tailpipe, you go on national television. Oh, yeah. Uh, something's uh, backwards is what you're saying. Something's not right with the world. So I'm driving uh, in Chicago in early June, mm-hmm. and I see a really neat car next to me, a Volkswagen. I thought it might have been an, uh, a, a Golf R8. Okay. Those and, are the small half cars. Yeah, half car. And I, uh, I rolled down my window. We were together at a red light, and I said to the guy, what year is it? And he looked at me, and he went, it's 2018. I said, no. No, I meant what year is the car. I I, I'm capable of knowing what year it is. <laughs> I just woke up after a really long nap. Thank you. What year is it? Oh, no. 2018, man. No, no. I, I was more interested in, in the year of the car. No. Had, wait, were you wearing your feeling golfy hat? Yeah. No, but I had the glasses on that were too close to my face, and okay. they were fogged up. Well, because oh, I could maybe sorry. understand where he thought, did this guy get separated from the group? So he's looking yeah. and thinking, this is Wally Peepers. I'm right, talking right. About we got to get him back. Well, what year is it? Fact-based. Fact-based. <laughs> yes. Yesterday, I alluded to the fact that the courageous seal who was lost in the rescue of the kids yep. in Thailand was a female. I, I don't know where I got that. I was wrong. Okay. I read a report today that... Uh, the one courageous diver sacrificed his own life to keep them alive. The diver, 38-year-old Saman Gunan, was the hero of Tham Luang Cave, said Governor Narangsak Asothakorn of Chi Rai in Thailand. He'd be a national hero. Gunan died from lack of oxygen as he swam out of the cave after delivering desperately needed supplies to the trap boys and placing extra air tanks inside the cave the boys would use in escaping. A former Navy SEAL, Gunan was a triathlete and husband. His wife said he enjoyed helping people and doing work for charities. Gunan made the ultimate sacrifice. He died so so that others might live. That kind of love and courage has the capacity to move us emotionally like nothing else can if we let it grip our hearts. Gunan knew the mission to help the trap soccer players and their coach was dangerous, but that didn't stop him. He was willing to risk his life to save their lives. Uh, There is a movement in England uh, to give knighthood to the British SEALs involved. I would think no matter what country you're from, uh, those SEALs should get that country's highest honor. I I have not read that we had anybody there, but we may have. I don't know. I can't can't deny or confirm that. And if we did, we should give them a... Whatever, Whatever Thailand's highest honor is, I hope... Those seals get it. Uh, I hope the British seals get it. If we had guys there, I hope they get it. Let's Wherever you were from, let's make one. We got, let's make up a new one. That, that would be right up this president's alley. Uh, the Trump Award. It is the highest, most endearing award internationally of all time. The Trump Award. No, no. The seriously, the country's what? What is our country's greatest award? Medal of Valor. I guess so. I'm going to look before Terry. To, uh, 
What's his well, now you're say? catching on, see? Yeah. see bro? Let's see who wins. Let's see who wins. Hey, what do I say? What is the... Do Lieutenant Dan... Offside, Chief Offside Correspondent has a good note. Let's hope the SEALs involved get their fair share of the movie rights. Ah. And Hollywood producers are already over there, clamoring. Of course they are. Clamoring for the rights. Uh, Congressional Medal of Honor. The chief offsite correspondent beat you and Kelsey. I got it sitting right here. I just didn't want to interrupt like they did. Yeah. Well. What have we got? Navy Cross, Distinguished Congressional Service Cross. Medal of Honor is our nation's highest honor. There it is. So if we had anybody involved, uh, even if you were over there uh, plotting maps, they ought to get it. Right. And the SEALs get Thailand's highest honor. Hey, look that up. What is Thailand's highest honor to be awarded to a, a Thai? All right, I'm, I'm going to take this one off. I'm going to let everybody know these offsiders. Honors, decorations, and medals of Thailand. Highest honor in Thailand. The most auspicious order of the... Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Knight of the... Yeah, right? Knight of the most auspicious. Fine, I hope they get those awards. Knight of the most illustrious. Mm-hmm. Knight of the ancient and auspicious. Well, I have Order of Rama. I got everybody's here. Yeah, I got a list of highest military decorations. Uh, medals are. I I don't. I'm not even saying I want them to get the highest military. I want their country's highest honor. Mm-hmm. And in in this country, it would be the Congressional Medal of Honor. Right. Yep. And in Thailand, it's uh, it's called something else, but I'm sure that'll be taken. Whatever care it of. is, they should get it. In, Six in Zimbabwe. The Gold Cross of Zimbabwe. Well, I doubt if Zimbabwe had anyone. They might have had a guy. 646. Somebody tying the ropes. 646-8255. services. It's going to come in here. Cooking up some Thai noodles. 877-615-1500. Always got to have beef. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Why are you playing that? Here's today's Ray of Hope. Oh, just, uh, just I saw it on the board. Here's today's Ray of Hope. Honda. Honda. Mm-hmm. Known for its cars, jets, motorcycles. Wants to reclaim its title for making the fastest lawnmower in the world. Okay. They have. They have created a lawnmower that can hit 150 miles an hour. It's called the Mean Mower V2. Uh, it's a riding mower, a modified Honda F HF 2622 lawn tractor. Almost doubled the power of the original Mean Mower using a 999cc four-cylinder engine that generates 190 horsepower Woo! at 13,000 RPMs, and it still cuts grass. Uh, Honda also said the Mean More V2 will feature more bespoke parts, such as special Hoosier racing tires and 10-inch ATV wheels and anodized in gold. I, I don't know why they did this. I think Honda does a lot of things because they can but just as, kind of uh, showing off. These are our current conditions. But as Greg uh, Holcomb, Garage Logic's artist, noted, this really ups the ante 
at the Alvin Strait Memorial Speedway, doesn't it? It really does. To review Alvin Strait uh, for new listeners, many of whom are listening around the world on the podcast. And how do you get that podcast? Well, you can go to garagelogic.com and listen on demand, or you can go directly to podcastone.com and uh, listen to it each and every day at your convenience. Uh, Alvin Strait is a hero of Garage Logic. His statue is in downtown Garage Logic, mm-hmm. right near the uh, the Common Surface Savings and Loan, right across the street from the Knack Hardware and Lounge. I believe it's on Rookie Way and McLaren Way. Is that uh, yes, it is on the map? Mm-hmm. Well, to review, Alvin Strait, of course, was the American from Iowa who rode a nineteen sixty six John Deere uh, two hundred and some miles to see his brother Henry. Uh, Alvin was 73 when he took off in 1994. He uh, uh, couldn't see well enough to maintain his driver's license. Uh, his brother Henry in Blue River, Wisconsin, had a stroke. So Henry uh, Henry took off, and he traveled. Uh, he took off on his 1966 John Deere. Uh, he rode on highway shoulders, uh, towing a trailer loaded with gasoline, camping gear, clothes, and food from his home in Lawrence, Iowa, to his brother in Blue River, Wisconsin. <laughs> it's such a great story. About four days and 21 miles into the trip, the lawnmower broke down in West Bend, Iowa. Straight spent 250 bucks on replacement points, a condenser, plugs, a generator, and a starter. After going another 90 miles, Straight ran out of money while in Charles City, Iowa. He camped there until his next Social Security checks arrived in August, he was interviewed by local newspapers. On August 15th, Strait's lawnmower broke down again when he was two miles from his brother's house near Blue River. A farmer stopped and helped him push it the rest of the way. At a top speed of five miles per hour, the trip took six weeks. After the visit, Strait's nephew, Dwayne Strait, drove him back to Iowa in his pickup truck. Henry Strait recovered from his stroke and moved back to Iowa to be closer to his family. And... Uh, Paul Condon, president and general manager of Texas Equipment Company in Seminole, Texas, heard about the trip and gave Strait a 17-horsepower John Deere riding lawnmower worth five grand. Strait did not like the attention from the lawnmower trip. He turned down offers to appear on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and Late Show with uh, David Letterman. Let me pause right there. There's a cultural sea change right there. (laughs) There's a guy who could have gone on the late-night shows. For a truly charming, charming feat. Driving 250 miles on a beat-up old lawn tractor to see his brother, with whom he had been estranged, if right, I recall. Right? right. And I don't want that attention. And yet today, you stick your head in a tailpipe, you're going you're on national over. television. You're viral. Uh, and this led to the movie, of course, The Straight Story, uh, which Garage Logic. Uh, Introduced it in the theaters in correct, the Twin Cities. Correct. Right? We had a a preview screening, is what we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a- I did not know this. In April 1995, Strait attempted to drive a riding lawnmower to Sun Valley, Idaho, but he had to turn back because of cold weather. On November 9, 1996, Strait di- Strait died of a heart ailment in Lawrence, Iowa. A lawnmower similar to the one he had used on his journey accompanied his funeral procession to the Ida Grove Cemetery. Hmm. He captured the nation's attention. Yeah, he really did. And he particularly captured the attention of all the great citizens of Gumption County. Thus, his statue, his bronze statue, astride his John Deere, is in downtown GL. Are are we building a generation of young people that are going to drive, first of all, on a tractor, 
camp out until their social security, well, they don't have social security, until they, they have access to money. You don't make them like that anymore. My answer to your question would be no. Now, back to the Honda that goes 150, I don't know why. You know what? It'd be fun to do the math, and of course, I'm not allowed to. Yeah. But what what would you accomplish? How big of a lawn would you have to be cutting to to enjoy the benefits of a lawnmower that goes 150 miles an hour? But see, that's just it. Cutting the grass, you don't. It doesn't need to go that. It's therapeutic. You want to get it done, but you don't want to get it done so fast. Jim? Hey, Joe, did you see the Sunday Life front page in the Sunday um, Pioneer Press? I'm sure I did. It had all the kids playing war with cardboard. I did see oh, that. Yeah. It's just delightful. The, the kid, it says Taylor Bainbridge of St. Louis Park, who passed certification for using the utility knife. Mm-hmm. He cuts out a sword for Matthew Brasser. And these kids are out in the park playing the... It's a nice and shining armor, and they just like they're having more fun than ever. And it talks about how they're just so happy to be away from the computer controls. I uh, I did see it, and I uh, I agree with you that that, that is a uh, ray of hope. Here's today's ray of hope. The flip side to that, when you drive by McAllister, the campus of McAllister, and they're doing it as uh, college students, that kind of takes some of the sting out of it. You know, you were, um, <clears throat> you were asking, Joe. What the highest order is? In which country? Uh, Randy has a, an interesting thought. Uh-huh. Um, regarding the highest order by country, for rookie, it would be the order of ramen or the order of fries. Well, I got an email saying the highest award in Thailand would be cooked meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have they have honors. And yeah, they got I hope they everyone... Got uh, they got, oh, you they got them. They got your ties. You can get them. You can get them. Yeah, you can get them. I just hope everyone involved uh, is uh, celebrated in that manner. John Hyde. You know, if I wasn't doing the show, I'd turn on the... Apply. John? Yes. England is up over Croatia, one zip. Mm-hmm. England has won only one World Cup. July 30, 1966, they beat West Germany 4-2 to two for the World Cup, and that World Cup that year was held in England. And uh, I did a little reading today. One of the reasons, obviously, that the English are going crazy and left work early and, and uh, celebrating like mad is that there's such a generational gap between titles, mm-hmm. and they're anticipating a title. But... England has to beat Croatia in order to meet France for the title. France also has won only one time. And they went crazy outside mm-hmm. of Lac de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Why do people always want to burn stuff? I don't know. I, I'm not, uh, I'll, I'll never be a soccer guy. And in, in, Haiti, in, in Haiti, where there's unrest, the way conditions are in Haiti, I wouldn't start burning stuff or wrecking things. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough as it is. Well, that's what's been happening because of a fuel price crisis in Haiti. There's been riots. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Sunny at 88 degrees. This update brought to you by Metafast. Twins and Royals playing the rubber game of their three-game series down at Target Field this afternoon. Royals jumped out quick. A three-run homer from Salvador Perez in the first inning. Twins responded with two runs in the second. Now the Royals have tacked on another one. They're in the middle of the fourth inning. It's 4-2. to two. 
Kansas City down at Target Field. Uh, Twins did put reliever Addison Reed on the 10-day disabled list with right triceps tightness. Take his spot on the roster. They recalled Alan Busaditz from AAA Rochester. What, what's the triceps? Uh, isn't the triceps, yeah. That's what works? That's the buy, right? So right tri- triceps tightness. Yeah. These guys couldn't play hockey for 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, he has... Uh, his fastball now is about 88, 89. Earlier in the season, it was up to about 93. Well, so. he's got the triceps tightness. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what's so the tricep is on the, like the outside. Uh, the Lynx also playing a day game. They're actually done already. They were down in Indiana to play the very lowly Indiana Fever. Lynx come away with a victory, 87 to 65. News notes from today. A Farmington man is facing charges after authorities say he stabbed another man eight to ten times after an argument with a machete. Criminal complaint says Zhao Kongbui faces one count of second-degree assault, one count of third-degree assault. The complaint says officers responded about 10.30 p.m. July 1st to a home in Farmington on reports of an assault. When officers got there, they located a victim covered in blood. Victim told police Bui had stabbed him. A witness, Bui's roommate, also said he saw Bui stab the man after an argument, according to the complaint. Police located Bui on July 3rd. During an interview, he told police the victim had come over to smoke meth with him and his roommate. We Good s- plan. I don't like uh, drugs that lead to machete use. <laughs> right. You know, somebody's smoking a little hooch sitting on the couch. and All you want to do then is eat. It, Doritos you don't, and you don't start going to look for a knife. Right. Bui said the victim disrespected him and put him in a headlock. So you can't disrespect people. Bui <laughs> said he went to his room and got his machete, but the victim knocked the machete from his hand and put him in a headlock. Bui then hit the victim with a machete multiple times. If found guilty, he could serve up to... 13 years in prison. And I think there should be an unwritten rule that if you are doing, ordering, or making meth, mm-hmm. there is no respect to be gained or lost. That's true. You're, you've kind of left the world of respect. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And lock up the machete. Yes. Yeah, right. From the Pioneer Press, a day after being banned from the St. Paul Public Library System, St. Paul City Council candidate David Martinez was also ejected from Target Field and banned from the ballpark for a year after a physical confrontation with security there. So today he was banned from the ballpark? Uh, No, this happened on July 6th. Well, July 6th. Martinez posted a seven-minute video of the July 6th incident at the Minneapolis Baseball Stadium to YouTube, and in a written feedback form to the team, he threatened to sue the Twins. In the video, Martinez can be seen and heard yelling at Target Field security guards, saying, you're a bleeping moron, you're a bleeping idiot, don't touch me, you're about to get smacked. He refused to leave the sta- uh, baseball stadium despite recre- uh, repeated requests. Martinez today said he had been asked to leave the stadium after he kept jumping back and forth over a railing, separating his seating area from a bar and concession stands. The Minneapolis police had to be called. They issued him a no trespass order and banned him from Target Field for a year. Now, he had an encounter with St. Paul police a day before that when he was arrested at the George Latimer Central Library in downtown St. Paul after he swore at library security and two librarians. He was handcuffed and placed in a squad car before being released from the scene. Martinez said this week he had been sticking up for a teenager he felt was being ejected from the library without cause. The library system banned him for a month. Uh, The library said that the teenager was ejected because the teenager was defacing property in the library. Yes. However, if he would like to come back in drag and read some stories to people, he can do that. I think that Ward 4 people should vote for this guy just for the excitement factor. (laughs) Uh, He's a resident of St. Paul's Hamlin Midway neighborhood. He'll appear on the August 14th ballot for the Ward 4 seat on the city council. The special election, which will allow voters to rank the three candidates Snorter preference include Shirley Erstad and Mitra Jalali Nelson. 
President Donald Trump said he had a great meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel on the sidelines of a NATO summit today, hours after he had fiercely criticized her country's policy on defense spending and gas imports from Russia. The tone of their remarks contrasted with an earlier breakfast between Trump and NATO chief Jens Stoltenberg, where the president said Germany's reliance on Russia energy left it in in the control of Moscow. He said, we're having a great meeting when we talk to reporters with Merkel. said, we're discussing military expenditure, talking about trade. We have a very, very good relationship with the chancellor. We have a tremendous relationship with Germany. A group of men only needed a few seconds to make off with more than $27,000 worth of computers and phones from an Apple store. It happened in Fresno, California. It was all caught on surveillance tape. Fresno Police Department searching for four men who went to the store at 11.30 in the morning this past Saturday and swiped items off display tables. Police initially got a report the incident was an armed robbery, but later determined no weapons had been used. The surveillance video shows the men wearing blue and black hooded sweatshirts walk up to the tables and start frantically grabbing the electronics as stunned customers and employees look on. It took less than 30 seconds for the suspects to make off with the 27 grand worth of equipment. Police describe the suspects as four black men and are offering a cash reward for any info that leads to an arrest. So they just kind of took people off guard as they were just uh, grabbing. Yep, just grabbed them, stuck them in their pocket, and took off in 30 seconds. Uh, Papa John's International uh, is facing some problems again. Their stock is falling. Their outspoken chairman, John Schneider, is facing another controversy. Just seven months after exiting the CEO role after making critical comments about the NFL's national anthem dispute, he's under fire now following a media report he allegedly used a racial slur and graphic description of violence against minorities in a May conference call with a media agency. Their shares fell as much as 6% this morning. A Papa John spokesperson declined to comment on the report but sent an email statement that said the company condemns racism in any insensitive language, no matter the situation or the setting. Media agency working with Papa John's decided to cut ties after Schneider's alleged behavior on the May call. According to Forbes magazine, the agency laundry service did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The agency was laundry laundry service. That's the uh, media agency. Laundry? Laundry, yes. Hmm. A very creative man. Hmm. Probably have the basketball hoop and the, you know, main conference room and stuff like that. <laughs> it's actually owned by uh, Casey Wasserman, who's a sports agent. Uh, okay, of, so they definitely, renown, definitely have that then. <laughs> that nine-year-old English bulldog from Minoka, who was named 2018's World's Ugliest Dog Contest, has died just weeks after winning. I got a theory about that. Really? Well, I think it died of shame. You know, the dog didn't ask to be signed up for the ugliest dog contest. <laughs> you mean too much stress? Probably felt bullied. Oh, it c- kind of understood. You know, the, what... the owner of the dog thinks, you know, that might amuse the owner of the dog to say, I got the world's ugliest dog. How do you think the dog felt about it? People pointing and laughing. Yeah. Like, Ew, gross. Hung his head in shame. He had a heartbreak. He had heartbreak. <laughs> I have a broken... Only nine, right, Chen? <laughs> Only nine, nine. Oh, wow. Owner Megan Bernard Come on, of, Megan. of Anoka told NBC's Today Show that Jaja died in her sleep yesterday. Bernard says the dog was staying with her father and he found she had passed away when got up in the morning. Jaja with a floppy tongue, crooked teeth, pink manicure, and very strange well, body. That's another thing. You yeah. think the dog signed up for a pink manicure? <laughs> no. That no. poor dog was shamed. Right. Won the world's ugliest dog contest on June 23rd at the Sonoma Marin Fairgrounds in Petaluma, California. You know what the dog did last night before it went to bed? What? Just went like this. <sighs> yeah, pretty much I'm done. 
<laughs> Bernard says uh, Zsa never really showed much excitement, but she knew she was special. Uh, dogs in the annual competition flaunt their imperfections. The contestants this year included a blackhead-covered Chinese-crested dachshund mutt, a bulldog. God. A zit-covered dog? Uh-huh. I didn't even Gross. know dogs could have zits. Yeah. A bulldog mix with excess wrinkly skin and a Pekingese with an odd look, aptly named Wild Thang. Dave Dahl is coming up and also a groin kick. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Say Duluth Trading here on Garage Logic sponsors Dave Dahl's forecast. And of course, Duluth Trading has got locations in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and of course, Duluth. Here's Dave. Heat advisory out right now, Joe. Too uh, hot to storm, Dave? Are we capped? We're capped right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that could change uh, after about four in the morning. I know you'll probably be sleeping. We'll I hope so. Catch them, but. Yeah, some thunderstorms could roll through in the early morning, and then, again, especially later tomorrow, that's when the storms could become stronger. Right now, we're at 88. Our dew point, 73. That makes it feel like it's 96 degrees outside. What's considered tropical? Anything above 70? Yeah, anything above 70. It's tropical out there. Yeah, dew points usually in the tropics are in the 70s and lower 80s. Um, Right now, we're looking at a cool front that's way up to the north of us, and that'll be the focus for storms during the evening today and then overnight tonight. But that's going to drop southward and could get just north of the metro by about 4 or 5 in the morning, maybe some early-day thunderstorms, mostly north of us, though. And then during the day tomorrow, it heats up again. We're looking for a high of 88. And showers and thunderstorms a little bit more likely mid to late afternoon into the evening. Some of those could be strong or severe. We are in a slight risk of severe weather late in the day tomorrow. And then on Friday, mostly sunny, hot, 90 again, 91 Saturday, dry on Saturday. But thunderstorms develop Saturday night. Sunday looks like scattered activity early and again later in the day, 86 for the high on Sunday. Next week, though, something to look forward to, upper 70s and low 80s, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Right now, it's 88, Joe. All right, thank you. Uh, as expected, the Mysterians are beside themselves at uh, the president's selection of Brett Kavanaugh for a mm-hmm. Supreme Court position. Yeah. Mysterians want judges to make law. Garage logicians want judges to interpret law. And everything I read about this guy is, I love him. <laughs> he's a he's an originalist. He's a constitutionalist. And, of course, that terrifies the left because you can't bring about the mystery unless you do what? you got to eliminate uh, this Constitution. Right. And you need people like Kavanaugh to, to keep it intact. But we've grown so far from the rule of law in many areas of life that it's absolutely appalling. Uh, to the Samantha Bees of the world that someone would actually come along and attempt to preserve the Constitution. And so now they're really going crazy. Uh, what's NARAL, N-A-R-A-L, National? National Abortion and Reproductive Rights Action League. Okay. They, they, they're they saying, we'll be damned if we're going to let five men, including some frat boy named Brett, strip of us our hard, strip us of our hard-won bodily autonomy and reproductive rights. There being no evidence to date that uh, Roe versus Wade is going to get overturned. I don't think that's as automatic as the left thinks it is. Right. And then uh, Stephen Colbert, yeah. uh, he's the late show on CBS. Play, play, play his uh, audio from, I believe it was last night. I don't know much about Kavanaugh, but I'm skeptical uh, because his name is Brett. 
That sounds less like a Supreme Court justice and more like a waiter at Ruby Tuesdays. Hey, everybody, I'm Brett. I'll be your Supreme Court justice tonight. Before you sit down, let me just clear away these rights for you. Will you do me a favor? Hmm. Groin kick the hell out of Colbert, and I'll tell you why. That deserves this. Do it again. Kick him again. How about this? One more for the road? That one hurt. Okay, I'll tell you why. You've ascended to a position where you're making millions of dollars to host a late night talk show. Mm-hmm. All of all of all of them now useless in my estimation in terms of entertainment. They've all become political, and they're all liberal. Right, it's, it, right. it's not a comedy show or no. an entertainment show. It's a political show. So you're you're paid these millions of dollars, Colbert, and this is all you got. You got to think better than that. This was any ten year old could have come up with that. Plus, it doesn't make any sense. There are many famous Bretts in the world. So right. well, all you can come up, you say you don't know anything about him, but you're convinced he's going to take away all your rights. So you're going to make fun of his name. You got to be, you got to be smarter than that. You got to be better than that. A little more clever. It, it, that's not clever. Uh, uh, so, so Kavanaugh. Uh, is, is is thought to uh, going to be depriving uh, rights of people. We we don't know that. Yeah, look, he's already got Colbert's already got him stripping people of their rights. That's not going to happen. There's too many fail safes in place. Even if the guy wanted to do that. Well, and the other thing is, uh, 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 what's your name, Colbert? Colbert, you you admitted you don't know anything about him. You probably because you haven't done any reading. And your absence of reading is uh, told well with your lame idea that his name is funny to you. You gotta be, be- you gotta come up with something better than that. We've never groin kicked a Colbert before. No, but I'm th- I, I'd groin kick him every time I hear something idiocy like this. This is ridiculous. Well, they go, in fact... I'm skeptical because his name is Brett. There's a lot of famous Bretts in the world. Yeah, don't worry about... Uh, I mean, the name Brett is Brett Summers. Brett Favre, Brett yeah. Hall. I, I, the list is endless. Right. You can look this. it up. You can Google. I'm going to look at all the people named Brett right now. No, I don't want you to. beat Kelsey. I don't want you to. Okay. But you can Google that. Famous people named Brett. Yeah. And there's congressmen and probably... There's probably Democratic uh, politicians named Brett. Yes, so, but my point is, my point is, when the when the left is backed up against the wall, they have nothing. They have no argument. They just lash out in childishness, and it's it's. I'm tired of it. I don't. I don't think a guy should make multiple millions of dollars a year and be this ineffective, be this incompetent. Well, true, but. I'm being naive, aren't I? You are because he's probably got a, a good line of sponsors. If you if you didn't have the the sponsorship, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be gone. So that makes you think, all right, who's sponsoring him? See, I'm more irritated by his incompetency than I am his line of thinking because he must think that way to stay in the club. He's got to be opposed to Kavanaugh because he's in the club that's not allowed to yes. think for themselves. Right. So he's got to be in that club. I'm less disturbed by that than this is all he's got. To yeah. defend his position in the club, this is all he's got. Is it sounds like a name of a guy who should be working at Ruby Tuesdays? That's not that funny. It's not. No, I know funny. Yeah, that's not funny. That's not funny. It's not funny. 
if I made myself clear, uh, he he'll be in the groinies at the end of the year. We've got him listed. I got him. all sorts of good things like. I greatly regret having reached that age, yeah, and yeah. if one chooses uh, to kill oneself, then that should be fair enough. I'll blow That's it out. That's the guy here. that, yeah, yeah, he got that. <laughs> All sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, we got a good list that we've built up here. My favorite is... Man, it just started snowing out of nowhere this morning, man. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. It's climate manipulation. Yeah. And D.C. keep talking about we're a resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters. They can pay for it and own the cities, man. Be careful. Not a word of what that moron said makes sense. Not a word. <laughs> and not a word of what this moron Col- Colbert said makes sense. You know what it tells me? He's lazy. He's got to defend his position in the club. Mm-hmm. He can't. He could not possibly say anything good about Kavanaugh, or, uh, let's or he'd wait be and kicked see. out of the yeah. club. Hey, let's wait and see what this guy uh, is all about here. So, but this is all he's got. He he's either he either came up with that himself, or he's got really incompetent writers because that's that was weak. That was really weak. Yeah, we'll see what he does when he gets um, confirmed. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Where are we in the ballgame? In the ballgame right now, we have a Twins lead in the top of the fifth, correct, Chris? Yeah, Dozier uh, drove in two in the fourth. Lance Lynn is, uh, he's laboring, though. He's struggling? 96 pitches, Joe, in four and a third. Is that where we are now? Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. And is England still one up over Croatia? Uh, that I cannot. Is anyone verify. monitoring that? Oh, I wish we could have that on that beautiful TCL. I'm doing a radio show, broadcast studio. I'm doing TV. a radio show. I'm not doing a TV show. Damn it! If I was doing a TV show, I'd have the TV on. See, wait. Uh, World Cup TV? right now. Uh, England leads at the half. One zip. One zip. Yep. And if England wins, then England and France meet for the title Sunday. Won't Ooh, that be a, a barn European burner. showdown? Have they solve their beer shortage, Chris. Uh, I haven't heard. Uh, you're, outs- you're supposed to know this. You have the world's leading beer show. And well, outside of the first wine. first story, I haven't heard any other uh, issues that have come up in regards to beer. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis, 88. 